everybody. Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joe. Uh, it's a great day today. It's it's kind of nice out. High 70-ish. We got all that rain that came through that you got, Alex. Also joining us oh, is Alex. Alex, how I are you doing? Stories. I have some crazy stories that will come out within the vlog. Or the vlog. In the, uh, the park uh, visit portion of the podcast, which is going to be mostly what we're doing today right yeah all park visits all the time also joining us is alan alan how are you doing i'm doing fabulous how about yourself i'm hanging in there you know having some tea have some water relaxing you know all the good stuff uh yeah so i guess we just jump right into it we're gonna be kind of throwing out the news like we've been doing recently and just talking about trip reports and things we've done for a while uh so alan do you want to start off um, yeah, I'll kick mind. it off. Yeah, well, you can kick it off. Sure, sure. Why not? Um, so the whole remote work thing has been working out, you know, in its own strange way, and I used the opportunity of still doing remote work to wind my way over to Orlando for the rare Wednesday night fly-in. I'm sorry, uh, Tuesday night fly-in, Wednesday night fly-home. Um, we got the same exact villa we stayed at back around uh, the Thanksgiving break. And basically, we just hung out, used the pool, and then we did do some parks. When it was confirmed that Velocicoaster was not going to be down prior to the official opening on the 10th of June, we went right over to Universal Studios, got there maybe very slightly after – actually, I would say it was about – like 30, 40 minutes after opening, uh, which was intentional. Um, got to the back of the park, and Velocicoaster, I think at that time, was down, possibly. And then we went and rode Cat in the Hat, and walked around a little bit, killed some time. All the good stuff. Yeah, and uh, then went back to Velocicoaster, and it was open, and we rode it. And then, spoiler, we rode it again later. But <laughs> Joe, Alex, mm-hmm, yes, I know Alex has already heard me talk about wax poetic about this ride. Well, we talked about it a little bit. We didn't go into it too much. All I know is you said it was be- better than Terran, and that I mean that piqued my eyes <laughs> or piqued my ears and eyes uh, yeah. because that was probably my favorite coaster in Europe. If I were to, that, that's the one it always goes back to. I never really did like a. Oh, wait, maybe that one's better. But, like, that's the one I think of right away. So, yeah, I, that's you know, 200 I, I, coasters. That's a high bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you either about Terran. Like, I think Terran, if you ask me, like, coasters in Europe, I'm going to think of, like, uh, Katoon, Terran, uh, probably uh, the Wood Coaster at Toverland, and that's about it. I mean... <laughs> like there's there's some good rides don't get me wrong i'd probably think of dragon con too honestly just because i'm old not because it's any good um yeah i look Velocicoaster is excellent it's really really excellent and the thing is a lot of people that live in orlando have not had a coaster that's been at like the top of the charts since 96 when i they opened up montu hulk maybe like a 99 hulk, yeah hulk wasn't i would say and I think Alex well, will, will kind of Mako. Yeah, but Mako's like, okay, would you consider Mako a top ten steel coaster? Yeah, it's pretty good. Top ten though. 
This is this is a world with Maverick, Steel Vengeance, like all the RMCs, all the Intimate Hypers and Gigas and Launch Coasters. And maybe not top ten, but it's like it's good. It's like, or, it's, okay, I see what you're saying. I, like, I mean, I like it more than Hulk. That's so. And yeah. you're talking about Hulk. I think right. so. the point we're trying to make is that this is a different kind of ride in the Orlando area. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is yeah. this is this yeah, is a yeah. real this is a real kid ride. Mm-hmm. Like this this ride, you can't even try to compare it to to something like the other Intamin launched in the area, which is uh, Cheetah Hunt. Like Cheetah Hunt is way tamer than this ride is. Way tamer. No, that's like a family launch coaster with a random inversion uh thrown in because that is the park that likes to throw in one inversion into a lot of their roller coasters. <laughs> hey, it's a good inversion. I, I fully yeah, endorse it. It is. It's just so random. It's not needed. <laughs> I also love that anyways. Ride. But anyways, oh, yeah. Yeah, like this is this is a this is basically at the level of like an RMC level of intensity. Like it's exactly what you would expect from any other park other than an Orlando park to order when they get, or a central Florida park when they order an Intamin multi-launch coaster. Like this is what you're going to get is going to be something that's, that has, you know, it, it makes you feel as though you have been on an attraction. That's somebody else. Another person, perhaps less wise than I used to say, when I go on a coaster, I want to know that I've, that I did something. And Velocicoasters arrive where you do things. Like the airtime is extreme. Um there's one there's like one like dive loop thing that just has this insane like launch of airtime at the top of it and then like flips you. It's crazy stuff. Crazy the 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 extended upside down section, I think that's what they're calling the Moasaur roll, maybe. Or maybe that's the real slow zero G roll. Or not slow, it's actually really fast over the water. That is exactly, I think, what they were trying to accomplish with the Maverick Zero G roll at the end of the ride that they did not get right at all. Yes. Um, I, this is this does all those things. The pacing is perfect. The fact the ride is split into two really interesting halves, with one being the very compact section in the Raptor pen, and then the section being launched out of it through the top hat which has incredible, incredible opportunities to look down uh, and also look up, obviously, and take photos. And then that seg- whole section is kind of like an out and back with a helix along the waterfront. Um, that ride is that, that ride is absolutely dead solid. You watch the YouTube of it, it's, it's as good as you're hoping it's going to be off that YouTube, for sure. Like, it is... That, that is a coaster. That is a real coaster. It has... Especially that pen section, I wouldn't say it's quite as ornate, perhaps as as Terran is in that section. But the thing is, is it's much more aggressive than what Terran does. I like Terran, but it's really not. It's not like Sky Rush levels of intensity, you know, is the way I would put it. Or even like your your standard like B and M Superman at New England type thing. Like it's, I don't know. This there's a lot of people out there that are like Disney fans are completely tuning out to this whole conversation. <laughs> but but basically what I'm saying is there are different degrees. There are levels to this in terms of what a ride will produce for negative gravitational force to make you feel as though you are going to be hurtling into the air. And there are rides like, I mean, you go to California's Adventure, you might feel what's called floater, that, the butterfly in the stomach sensation. 
This is what the kids like to call ejector, and it does exactly what you think it does. So um, it brings it. It brings it hard. Best uh, to me, probably the best ride at Universal Studios now. And uh, my wife has it like at number two behind Gringotts, and easily one of the best rides in Central Florida. Like it far exceeded my expectations. I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to tame it down. And I should have known better. I should have known better. I should have known better. Because the guy that's the creative lead on this project is a coaster enthusiast, for Christ's sakes. So multiple people that are on that project are like mega coaster enthusiasts. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I should, have, I should have thought of that. I should have realistically been thinking, you know, why would Keith McVean go out there and build a bum coaster? That's not going to happen. He's not going to do that. You know? Honestly, if you're somebody that's only traditionally gone to the Disney parks, um, if you have not really cared about roller coasters before, and you you may not actually be ready for this, like mentally, you may need to gear yourself up for this ride because it is it is that significant of an attraction in terms of the intensity of it compared to what you're probably used to. If your favorite ride in Orlando is Expedition Everest. You may want to train a little bit. <laughs> you may you may want to at least like think about a regional park near you to ride something that has a little bit more umph, you know. And I'm not we're not trying to be derisive here. Just it is what it is. Like this is a thing. It you're gonna you're gonna sense you are doing a thing on Velocicoaster. I am not going to undersell this at all. Like that is 100 percent what it is. So, um, yeah, I I I'm personally just blown away by it fantastic ride getting on it twice we were in the next to last row and the second row of the coaster so as close to the front as we could get without having a ridiculous weight and as close to the back as we were realistically going to get and just so good so and it's so different in both the front was really intense and i had heard supposedly at the back was more intense i i had a hard time believing that because the front was so good but the back was was fantastic. Like the back is really good. There's a big smile on my face, like when I ride Steel Vengeance when I get off that thing. Like when you have a real good Steel Vengeance ride and you get to the end and you're like, yeah. <laughs> There's like a glow or like a good Voyage ride. Like that. It's 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 in that tier of like that mattered. You know, right up there for me with like I said, Voyage uh, on on a good night. Legend too. I really like that ride at Holiday World. Um, Steel Vengeance, particularly at night. Uh, God, like Formula Rosa. Like, there's a few rides that are out there that are like that in the, in the coaster universe. Phoenix, that's one of them. That it's this is this is in that that upper upper echelon. Like the stuff that matters. <laughs> Say bless you to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's extreme season out here. Got pollen. Um, You're worrying me, man. That's a lot of hype, and uh, I don't like going to things with that much hype. So uh, we'll see how we'll see how September goes. I mean, I understand it, it, it is a lot of hype, but I I try not to hype. I try not to overhype anything. This is not a thing that like this would be very difficult if you were trying to like intentionally overhype this to be like the first dude at it. You know, it's in Orlando. Everyone will be riding it soon. It's not like lying about 
you know, whether or not people jump the queue lines at Tokyo Disney, <laughs> where where you could you could pass it off for like a decade before anybody else can go to ask the question. Um, it's it's it is what it's it's extremely good, like really extremely good. Fantastic. So. So, anyways, that, um, that's pretty much where I'm going to leave the Universal thing. I mean, we did ride Spider-Man. We did, did ride uh, Potter. Uh, we did not get on Hagrid's. We didn't even we didn't even like shoot that much to do a lot of rides in the park. Again, it was primarily for Velocicoaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say with Universal, you know, the only experience that I can have in the pandemic era is Disney last, like, very end of November, first week of December in 2020 and like universal basically felt normal like i mean obviously disney and everyone was operating under different pretenses at the time that there was like no vaccinations but like universal felt like a normal theme park experience like it did not feel in any substantive way to be really like taken down multiple notches even stuff like the the um the ordering of food with your mobile phone. Like I know that a lot of people had issues with that. We must've just completely timed it correctly. Cause we got food in a fairly short amount of time. Um, at least for lunch for, for dinner, we ended up just leaving the park because there was just nothing like stuffing there that we could get in like less than half an hour. And we were like, well, then let's go and, and try and get a, a sit-down meal over in City Walk. And, of course, everything is booked, which is also very hard for me to believe as somebody that's been going to IOA and staying in Universal property since, like, 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, it reminds me how much stuff changes over time. But, yeah, it's it's super busy. It's super packed. It feels normal which is very reassuring in its own way. Um, it doesn't feel like less of an experience than, than the Disney parks did. Like the Disney parks all feel like you're getting like 20% less. And I didn't have that at universal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I understand it's not an apples to apples comparison, but it's the comparison I've got. Uh, we also went to SeaWorld and Meredith and I actually waited in line for Antarctica because I thought it was we like, closed. It, it is kind of. Um, we were like, it's open, so we're like, we got in line because you know you had told us it was closed, mm-hmm. and it was like possibly never reopening. And so you you go in, you watch the pre-show, and then you go through the pre-show room out into the next room. There's like the two pre-shows, really. Actually, now that I think about it. And, like, before you board the vehicles, you get to the room where the doors would open and the vehicles would be behind that. And you just, like, swing left, like, where they would take people who were quadriplegics and, like, couldn't get on the ride vehicle, you know, to walk them into the uh, into the pen. So they take you into this room and show you another video, which I think is, like, compressed video from, like, maybe inside the ride or something. You know, like, the video of the penguin, whatever its name was, Scooter or something. It's not Scooter. Uh, you know what I'm saying here. Yes. And uh, so then after you watch that, they open another door, and then you're in the penguin area, and the 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 exit side of the ride is just right there. Like, you could open the exit gate and, like, start walking around the exit platform. It's literally just right there. They just turn the lights out. 
though though not all of the lights are out because like the panel is on and you can see like the video of like the penguin from the ride in the background like the ride is on and the films are on but nobody's home or has been home for months so that felt really yeah that felt really bad like honestly having your new coaster be done and just being like nah and then like there's just a lot of things that like you know signage that just is looks so gunked up and needs to be cleaned and there's a yeah, lot of little I hope things. That, I hope that uh I mean it's not the greatest dark ride, but it's still fun. And I hope I hope it's in the budget next year. It just wasn't like they're like, we don't have the money for this right now. Yeah, I don't but, I don't I'm concerned. Um because well, I don't I it's not great, but it's not like it it's not like it's terrible. It it it, it keeps people in lines. So like, you know. But also people are lining up just to see the penguins at the same time. So I, I don't know. It might actually be terrible, but Joe, do you want to explain the issue as you understand it? Uh, yeah, so there's two points. Well, the first one I want to get to is SeaWorld uh, actually appointed Tom Ivan, uh, the old VP of Park Operations from Six Flags, to be the chief operating officer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, another. So, I mean, that that could be a reason why he was appointed is the current guy, maybe not so great. <laughs> you know? Um, my understanding, uh, as I was uh, discreetly told, was they never plugged in the ride vehicles during the downtime and destroyed the batteries on the ride vehicles. That's what I was told, um, which sounds entirely possible. And knowing how batteries work with things like forklifts um, sounds completely reasonable and something that would cost a lot of money to repair. So that's that's my understanding of the situation. So there you go. In case you had that, yeah, I a big volcano. I, I totally buy it. Vibe going with it. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff I I didn't like about my experience there. Like it doesn't feel doesn't feel as good as it used to. Um, and I say this thing that I really liked the Sesame Street area that they've installed. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well done. Uh, and my understanding is that the same guy that did Antarctica and Turtle Trek and that numerous other attractions that did not really pan out too well. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm sure I can Google it. I don't feel like did it. Did he do uh, the submarine thing at uh Yeah, he did San that Diego? too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had, oh, he had a yeah. – I mean, he tried. And okay. I'm sure he'll tell you it was budgets. <laughs> but maybe – he might be better at doing whatever it is you want to call uh, the Sesame Street area because it's not it, – it's definitely an area, and but they didn't build any rides specific to it. You know, They just rethemed the old Shamu stuff and then did some placemaking, and I think that's probably – that seems like a good thing. Antarctica has good placemaking. I'll actually give it that. Um, oh, yeah. For, for what it is, which is a Antarctic-themed section in Florida – Seems tough to completely pass off as realistic, but they give I it a mean, shot. As well as Expedition Everest or Hogsmeade, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's they all have their challenges. Blizzard Beach, uh, per se. Blizzard per Beach. Orlando loves to make it seem like it's cold, doesn't it? Well, that's because they think they they it's a bunch of locals who design it, and they're like, man, wouldn't it be great to be in a cold location? And then all the people flying in from like Vermont. And Wyoming and all those places are like, no, we don't want to be in the cold. We want to be in the warm. 
Like, that's the thing. Like, that, that's when everyone's like, why don't they just build a park that's totally indoors in Orlando? It's, well, because people go, in, go to Orlando to go outside. That's why there's so much outdoor seating. But it's a million degrees. If you were going to build an indoor theme park, why wouldn't you build it in freaking New – well, they did build one in New York. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, why wouldn't you build one near, near Boston? Like, why on earth would you choose Orlando, Florida? It's the, the opposite. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Geniuses. Um, but anyways, I, I will say the Sesame Street area is really good. I really like Infinity Falls as well. I think um, I wouldn't Agreed. put it at – I wouldn't put it in the top two, but it's it's like – it's in the top five probably of raft rides. That's pretty good. And it's very good. Um, two, of the know, best, probably, two of the best raft rides are in Orlando. Uh, yeah, I would say probably two of the top two of the top five at minimum. And then when you uh, average me, it out, it's basically even because of just how bad Cali River Rapids is. <laughs> oh boy, that I, I honestly I can't think of anything more disappointing because everyone who wrote it says, "Oh, it's amazing! It's the theming, the conservation," and I'm like, "Yeah, but what about the ride? <laughs> it's not there." Ah, oh, never mind. Whatever. Okay. Okay. But uh, also, yeah, and, and I will say to Mako, like that LED screen where the uh, the shark shoots off when the oh, train moves, that's been broken for a while. Along looks like yeah. some other stuff. So yeah, I you know lots of good things. I mean, Mako's great. Wrote it a, wrote a couple times. Um, it's wonderful. Wife loves it too. But man, it's it's tough. It, it's mm-hmm. tough to to say it's in a better spot than it used to be. Um, so one piece of news that did pop up that we can mention real quickly is that uh, right here is that SeaWorld Orlando said they're going to be doing Hollow Screen this year. In yes. Orlando for the first time. Yeah. I think is fascinating. And I just can't believe – like now thinking about it, I'm like, why haven't they done that before? Like it just makes and sense. And San Diego, by the way. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess they thought – I guess they didn't want to compete with Bush Gardens having that event. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. on, the sa- on the same angle, you have enough unique stuff that you could probably split it up. And as you saw, like, well, I mean, I, I and as you saw, like, they're going to offer that split ticket where you yeah. can go to either of them. And I think, and I like, re- we remember the Geauga Lake Cedar Point debacle. You know, this <clears> seems <throat> to totally fix that issue of basically being, well, you don't have to choose one or the other. We can give you both as an upcharge. Yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, again, it, it, it'll be an honestly. Option. Go ahead. Sorry. When I saw Texas was doing, I was like, "Oh, it's coming to Orlando," <laughs> because they've been doing it in Texas for a little bit. I mean, it's, it'll be a success. I mean, there's just no way it's going to fail. It's literally impossible. Because at minimum, it'll appeal to locals if it doesn't appeal to tourists. And locals will hype it up as the cheaper more accessible, better alcohol version of Halloween Horror Nights. Exactly. That's right. And then Halloween Horror Nights gets to be the elitist snooty opportunity for <laughs> you never, You never see any scare actors walking out of the park in their costumes at... <laughs> <laughs> they keep me immersed in the fantasy that I may be murdered at any time. <laughs> Exactly. There's no tattoos <laughs> at Universal. <laughs> I personally enjoy living in extreme fear constantly. <laughs> Nothing brings me more joy than being horrified. 
at literally all people and things surrounding me. Um, Only Universal else? has the best black painted plywood boards. <laughs> Number one in the world when it comes to black lights. They named yes. it after they named it after their own different type, like go away green. <laughs> black black. <Ugh. laughs> oh boy. Yeah, they're gonna do great. And I I, I, I wanna maybe maybe uh take a day and try it out this year. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh also went to Clearwater Beach on this trip, which I had never done before. And it is a beach, it's actually very nice. To be honest, like, well, I'll get more into this at the very end of this sort of trip report. But then we did Legoland. That was actually the last day of the trip we went to Legoland. Uh, I had not been on the Lego movie ride before. That was a new one. And so was there Ninjago. Um, The Lego movie ride, I think it's pretty decent. Um, My wife referred to it as this is something that you find in a shopping mall. I don't disagree. I, I can see how I could see that. Yeah. It's kind of like it's it's like the kind of flying theater that I expect will be at one of the two locations getting one in Pigeon Forge. You know, it's it's one theater. I think it's like three rows of 12 or something. So it's not the highest capacity thing in the world either. And I will say that as far as flying theaters go, if you want to just go from a purely like narrative themed thing this is actually closer to a real narrative or something to follow than most of the flying theater attractions. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not, again, it's not inherently bad. It just kind of feels like, it feels like everything that Merlin installs, it feels a little cheap. Mm -hmm. Like if it just feels a touch cheap, it's not bad. It's not terrible. It just kind of feels like it's made out of the same injection molded plastic that the Legos are for everything, <laughs> like everything down to like the frames of the vehicles, like the whole, that that's what it, that's what the whole thing kind of feels like. It just, everything at Merlin parks for the most part, whether it's, you know, Legoland or whether indoor FECs or whatever, you know, you know the, the FECs are nice and, you know, they cost 20 bucks for you and like, you know, the same for your kid or whatever to go in and there's a couple rides and, you know, it's something to do. It's not like a full theme park. They're all successful. They built like 12 of them now in the U.S. But it it doesn't feel like a luxury thing. It doesn't feel super nice. It doesn't feel like – it doesn't – I don't want to say fancy. It just doesn't feel – it doesn't feel substantive in the same way. That's that's how I feel about Legoland. Like I like riding the dragon. I think the dragon's a lot of fun. Um, there's the other shooting dark ride at the park of the two, which is okay. Lego Movie Ride is okay. Like those attractions are all okay. Um, there's not a lot of like actively terrible. It's just kind of okay. Like everything's very okay. And I think that's why it kind of gets this low profile. Kids love it though. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they, you know, it's pretty much an entire park for children that are like 42 inches and shorter. Like everything there is accessible to them in the same, you know, and, and it's kind of like, a Disneyland sort of situation, but just, you know, cheaper. Like, like you said, it's all, it's all just a little cheaper. What I will say about Legoland, uh, aside from the fact that I do like it, like the biggest things that I like there are the things that make that Legoland location compared to all the other ones insanely unique, which is the water skiing show, um, which how many places have a water skiing show left in America? Not many. 
it's gone in the Dells. It's gone in Indiana Beach. It's pretty much Cypress Gardens if you want to see people do a pyramid on water skis. That's crazy. Because it felt like everywhere yeah. had them. Yeah. Like in the yeah. 90s, and now, it felt like every other park had a water skiing show. Yeah, like Great Adventure. They had an aquatic oh show. Oh, my God. The League of the Weapon uh, something Spectacular. Oh, it was so good. I missed it. Was that the one where the boat went in the crowd, though? I don't know. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I've never heard of anything like that happening. So no one died ever. So there's that. Um, anyways, yeah, I saw it, too. And despite being the kitty theme, I was just like, yes, water ski show. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, um, you know, it's OK. But but the things that make it really special are, like I said, the show and then the gardens. Like the gardens are so great. Oh, my God. Yes. The only thing that I really have an issue with as far as the gardens go is the fact that I know there used to be a boat ride through it. Really? And. I imagine it would have been really, really cool if they actually put the boat right back in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, aside from that, I, I still love the gardens. There's the pool shaped like Florida at the very back. It's such an interesting thing, too, because you can sit there and like walk around inside the park, inside these gardens that are very far away feeling from amusement rides. And there's just like people kayaking by, like just driving their pontoon boat. It's very it's like it's very peaceful and has like kind of just like a like a very nice like city park setting kind of thing. And then you're back in Legoland, which is not bad. It's just it's kind of a cheap feeling theme park. So I kept our entertain our our you know um our attention for a little while and then went out, got lunch, and then flew home. Um I, I so there's some quick like things I want to say about Florida. And I kind of alluded to these or say them outright on Twitter. After this last time in Florida, I honestly cannot explain to anybody how I could ever want to live there. Mm-hmm. If you live in Orlando, I am you know glad for you. I hope it's working out. Um, I, I realize now without any doubt in my mind that I would not want to be there, like living there in that city. Oh, yeah. I hate I hate the traffic. I hate the way people drive. Um, I hate just after like the more and more I'm there, the more I'm just like, there are little things irk me. Like you'll see somebody get pulled over for a speeding ticket. Everyone stops to look at it on the freeway and you get like, you know, 15 minutes of traffic from literally the dumbest reason imaginable. I just, I, I don't know. Like I just, the downtown area was never like a huge fan of specifically. It's not like a great downtown um, it has some neighborhoods, usually by UCF, that aren't terrible. But overall, I just I, I'm not feeling it. I don't, I don't, and I don't understand it. Um, Were you thinking of moving to Orlando? Never, not like not recently. Okay. But like when when I was like younger, like I think about moving everywhere. Ultimately, okay, like I'll move anywhere if if you give me a job and cash, I'll go. Right, like. And assuming my wife has that as well as part of the deal, but I'm not adverse to leaving here. Um, and I consider pretty much everywhere all the time, even places that seem absurd. So I've thought about Orlando too, because yeah, I travel there a lot and I see lots of people talk about moving to Orlando or living there that I see on my timeline. And I just, I just gotta say, don't get it. 
Um, food in Disney Springs. We went to Haleo, mm-hmm. which was it was you know what it was it was good, right? But it's like food that I make like at eleven thirty at night on a Friday when I'm drunk sometimes. <laughs> Okay, this, like, is, this is Jose Andres's restaurant, Aleo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like my so my wife was like, we're eating the the ethereal bread, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like a rustic bread with a tomato spread and uh, I think a manchango cheese is on it. And we're eating it. My wife is like, this is something that like y- you've made like super late at night when we're watching like TV and there's nothing in the house. You'll be like, oh, I got some bread. I have some tomato sauce from Cottagein. And some Parmesan. And then I put it in the, the toaster oven and serve it. And it's great then, too. I mean, obviously, this is a higher class version of what I did. But so much of it is like, ah, it's like sautéed shrimp and garlic. Yeah, that that I could, that I that I would just be doing, like, late at night when I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Trying to watch TV. Like, those are, those are basically the items that came out. Like, just, it's good. But I was, I thought I would like it more. Disney Springs as a whole... It definitely looks a million times better than downtown Disney, um, especially when we got to like the recession era when that place looked bad. Because I hadn't been to it at all. I had not been to Disney Springs, period, period, since like 2007 or 2009, I think. Uh, it definitely looks better, but I don't know. It's got some good food. I just... Same thing actually with City Walk, where we ate at Antijitos. Antijitos, good food. Nothing against it. Um, again, like guacamole and chips. Yeah, sometimes it get that gets ordered from DoorDash. You know, mm-hmm. never know. Yeah. Uh, but it's the whole thing of like driving and then parking at these garages and then walking like the, the long bridges over to the. Yeah, and like going through a metal detector so I can like eat a meal. Like, man, <sighs> if you if you guys are out there doing it, I respect you. Salute, big ups. I'm glad you're giving them the money and letting them do their thing. But I can't, I can't abide by. It. I can't really do that. Mm-hmm. If you guys, if, if anybody is in Orlando and you want to go drink with me, we should just not drink at Universal or Disney. Like, I'm totally okay with not doing that. Miller's Ale House. Yeah, so any, go up to any, Stanford and go to Suffering Bastard. Yeah, just whatever. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can be like BJ's restaurant. I'll be like, all right, let's go. Let's go to that TGI Fridays right by uh, <laughs> that one. By by, let's go, let's go to the B Dubs on I Drive. <laughs> it's probably like the largest B Dubs in America or something like that. I like everything there. It's like there. a like, very normal. Size I know uh, there's a guy in New Jersey who he was like the night manager. At the Perkins on I Drive, and it was like the busiest Perkins in the entire chain. Um, <laughs> all twenty of them. All twenty. <laughs> Half of which are located in the Greater Sandusky area. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced that is where my friend got COVID. By the way, Perkins. at Perkins. Yes, that's where he told me he went. I'm like, uh, I'm not going down to Orlando. See you, bye. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he probably did. That's a good bet. Um, yeah, uh, anyways, so Florida don't, don't really love it. Can't like, can't even imagine living there. Not sure how people do. Um, not a great political climate going on right now. (laughs) Not the best. 
Uh, the other thing, too, about Florida that I've kind of learned now is uh, I burnt myself out in the parks again, even though it didn't take that much mm-hmm. over the last uh, last six months. And really, the stuff that's not parks, I've been enjoying way more in Florida, which is like normal people stuff, like, you know, like people with like golf shirts and stuff like that, that uh, I don't know, are like 53 and have some wire rim glasses and are balding up top. Mm-hmm. Those people that are out there, like I'm doing the things that they do, like going fishing or like going to the beach, which sound incredibly generic, are actually pretty wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend them. Going to the springs, which I did previously, also really good. All those things, top notch. I just kind of feel like I've, I don't want to say I've worn out my welcome on Orlando, but like, there's also like some weirdness, like when you escape the Orlando, the Orlando area, when you just try and drive on some of those backwoods or back roads, I should say, like it gets real like backwoodsian, you know, um, deliverance real quick. Deliverance. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. Uh, I decided because I, you know, I count counties as well because I just didn't have enough uh, hobbies as was. And so I kind of like went like along um, 27 and then kind of like went north into like weird nowheres towns that I've never really heard of. Um, And there's nothing there except for a prison and everything looks real sad. Like it looks real sad and real depressed. There's parts of it that look like the Dominican Republic. Like I just, I, it's so weird to me that that is so close to Orlando. Um, and I, I just, the sort of the, the stratification that like the theme parks have, I think prevents those people from interacting with the permanent tourists that live in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise, like I just like that, it, it's like shocking poverty. Uh, it's just, it wilds me out. Um, just like seeing like how, bad and miserable it looks out there um so yeah that's that's my opinions on florida it's bad and miserable in large tracks um so i also went to cedar point okay uh alex and i went at separate times we both been to cedar point i think alex's time was probably worse than mine well yes and no <laughs> <laughs> uh so I'll, I'll start with mine okay? okay so i went uh i went up to meet you and yeah. go to racing and yeah. uh that's detroit and what's between detroit and me well cedar point what am i supposed to do i got the cedar point, point button pass what do i do what do i do you gotta go um so i wrote a lot of magnum mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i like magnum magnum ops were really good yeah, they're uh, fantastic this year. They're very, very And I, I could ride it a lot. I, so I rode it 25 times, and I don't regret it whatsoever. <laughs> I was sitting there. I'm like, I, my favorite coaster, steel coaster, is right over there. I can see it. But I could ride this 10 times in the time that I could ride it once, and I'll have a lot better time. So I did that a lot, and I really enjoyed it. Magnum is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 it's not that bad. It, it's not that bad. It's a little rough, but it's not that bad. Anyways, and to say that people are absolutely insane who like it, that's going a little far. Like, 
yes, I know it's not the smoothest thing, but there, some people always say, how are you into that? Like, you must just like pain. I'm like, no, no, it's it's fine. Keep the seatbelt tight and you won't be uh, flying onto the, the lap bar that hardly. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Magnum's awesome. It's uh, running great this year. Uh, the rest of the park, uh, I managed to get on everything, uh, every coaster, uh, every major coaster once. Um, pretty much everything once. Uh, only thing I rode twice, I think, was Steel Vengeance, other than Magnum. Um, because, uh, well, the first two days, uh, it was pretty good. It was Thursday and Friday, and uh, everything was opening on time for the most part. Not a lot of breakdowns. Uh, it was everything that, you know, I wasn't expecting. I was expecting, you know, we, we've heard a lot of things, you know. You still have the early... Uh, closure of the line, so the, the line is uh, cleared by closing time, which is mm-hmm. it's not great, but at least they're letting you know. Uh, there's nothing more frustrating than not knowing that and like expecting to be able to ride something. So, uh, you know, I don't like it, but at least you know, and they're being clear about it. Um, the rest of the, the park ops were decent for the most part, but uh, yeah, the first two days were fine for the most part. So I don't really have anything to complain about. Steel Vengeance is still amazing. I wrote it twice, once in the front seat, once in the back seat. And uh, after, you know, uh, oh, I, both times, two different days, uh, it was posted at uh, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, fool me once, I guess fool me twice, because both times it was posted for 45 minutes and it was two hours. Oh, Jesus. Wow. So I went out to the I went out to the op and you said, you're listing a uh, 55 minute wait now. I waited the exact amount of time when it was posted 45 minutes and it was two hours. Your sign is wrong. Nothing against you, but obviously this is a problem. So you guys need to figure that out. But other than that, your operations are great. The new lockers are janky compared to uh, Twisted Timbers, but a great uh, solution to not having your phone. So uh, good on them for uh, spending all the money on something they should have done a little while ago. But uh it, it's good. It, it's a lot. It's something a lot of parks should do. I mean, my home parking, especially because my home park is probably one of the worst as far as bag, you know, putting your all your stuff in the locker. If you have a bag, you know, four of our rides require you to put everything in a locker. So, um, yeah, being a local park, I just find ways to work around it. To, you know, I was there all day today and I only spent two dollars. So um, plus with it only being a dollar compared to Cedar Point where it's two dollars, it's. It's uh, it's it's you don't really think about it. Now, and the Carowinds, I have to talk about Carowinds for a second. A little bit of a jog off to the right there. Uh, four dollars for two hours minimum, and Lockers? that's just getting a little. Yeah, four dollars huh. minimum for two hours. You can't get anything less. That's that's what you're stuck with. Hmm. So, um, fuck you, Carowinds. That's <laughs> bullshit. No, I mean like once you're getting up to four dollars, that's like. You know, I could go get a four for four at Wendy's. Fuck you. <laughs> I could have dinner for four dollars. Uh, I could. God damn it. Anyways, uh, but well, on the subject of that park, operations there were absolutely terrible. Like Ariel and I went and over, you know, two days, even with some skip the line passes that we got for our locker not working properly, that four dollar locker, it wouldn't lock. Uh, we still were only able to get, uh, I think like 16 rides on two eight hour days. So that's not great, 
but Fury is still amazing. Um, kind of now that I've ridden Fury since riding Steel Vengeance, I don't know what I like more. It's it's up. They're very close to, for me. They're both kind of different rides, but they both do a lot that I like. So I'm gonna have to think about that. But uh, that's a, that's all I need to talk about with Carowinds. That's that's check marked. Um, yeah, the, the oh Afterburn is underrated. That thing is so good. Yeah, Afterburn. But uh, going back to Steel Vengeance. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's still just like you get off of it and it's just like <sighs> I'm exhausted every time I ride it. It's like it's 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 that in Voyage. That's why they're my number one and two. Uh, you just get off of it and it's just like what the what just life like nothing can get better on a roller coaster ever never i i just can't see it. it it's the length and how aggressive they are with not at the same time not really hurting you aggressive um they're really good uh so i said that there was good and bad so then we go let's fast forward we had that fantastic weekend in detroit which we can talk about in a moment uh and i go back to cedar point for one more day and uh well, the first thing that happened was, um, so the, the first day I walked in around after driving overnight from Jersey Devils preview night, uh, I walk in around 11, 10 or 10, 10. So like 10 minutes after like early entry begun, and I go to the, the, the back gate because they're letting me drive back there last year. They wouldn't even let you b- drive back there. So I'm like, okay, I guess they're letting you use the, the gate, the back gate. Walked right in, no problem whatsoever. None. <laughs> they were giving me shit for staying at a hotel Breakers. Breakers Express, I'm sorry. And they're like, nope, you got to use the front one. I'm like, okay, whatever. God. <laughs> so, all, right, all right. So, like, okay. So, so here's the thing. Like, okay, fast forward. So two days later, or yeah, three days later, I go back, and they're like, nope, you, you got to go back to the front gate. And I'm like, Thursday, I walked right in. Like I, I, I get your pos, pos, your policies here, but they're in. You're not, you're not consistent here. So can you please just let me in this one time? Because you know I, I had no problem on the other day, and like nope. So then I had to go all the way back to the front. So uh, that wasn't great. So, and then I get to um, I get all the way back. You know, like a half an hour later, I get back to where I wanted to be. Uh, maverick and then it, it broke down for for two hours and uh i waited in it for like an hour and uh during that time i'm watching i'm like i'll just go to steel vengeance except the problem was steel vengeance didn't open until a uh, half an hour or 45 minutes after opening yep, so i'm been like doing that a lot uh, recently. this is the cedar point that uh people are you know, talking about. So it, yeah. it, it, it was just breakdown after breakdown after breakdown. Of course, over that weekend, Gatekeeper somehow, somehow they, somehow they managed to break a B&M chain on an eight-year-old B&M. Like, you know how unheard of that is? I mean, if Alan, you, you need to have good like, maintenance, man. And if you don't have good maintenance, like, yeah, it's called preventative maintenance. And they're obviously not doing it because there's absolutely no reason one of the best engineered coasters in the freaking world broke a train after eight years so mm-hmm. uh yeah it, 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 there's no question that it was they weren't doing the right maintenance on that chain it, there's no question mm-hmm. so and it's still down a month later or nearly three weeks later so i mean that's not great so uh it, it, as i said the rest of the day it was down 
downtime after downtime after downtime. It was, I was just trying to do what I wanted to do. I was doing a stupid, like, arrow challenge, trying to ride all eight arrow rides in the park, and I couldn't even complete that. It was so bad. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, positives. Um, and, Alan, you might want to jump in on this one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the paddle wheel. Uh, not the paddle wheel. I'm sorry. Snake River Expedition. I think it's one of the best things that Cedar Point has done, non-coaster-wise, maybe ever. I think it's fantastic. I think it's it uh, builds on what was there before, and then it adds so much more with live actors, uh, more more of a script. Uh, it's an experience. I think it's really fun. I I I it's it's I can't say anything better about it. There's really nothing negative about it. I didn't have any problems with. It. Other than like you know they're not running all the boats, but you know they're they're having problems with staffing, and we all know those problems. So I tried to put that behind me a little bit, but uh, it's what do you think? I really want to know what you think because you're the you're the dark ride, you're the themed attraction guy. What what do you, what do you think? I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't know that I am the themed attraction guy. I think like I'm a well, themed attraction guy. Like like, I like guy. themed attractions, but I don't think that like. It's not like my defining characteristic, you know. Um, I think there's a few more boxing. I think that's one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that like I'll accept as being like okay, uh, okay. Like, it's like, here, <laughs> you like dark ride? Like, this is kind of like a dark ride that's outside. Okay, I, I know what you're saying here. Okay, like, and I like to go find cool themed things, which is why I did a whole thing on Parkscope. Um, it's okay. Here's what here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say. Okay, before before we get like, because I I don't hate it at all. I think for what it is, they did a really good job. Like the amount of effort that was put into it is noticeable. Like there's basically there's like a, a legitimate full on pre show and like mm-hmm. kind of a pre showish thing. Yeah. Um, then there's obviously the story and they do. It's basically here's what it is. It's a combination of the Jungle Cruise with um, with uh, um, the the Knott's Berry Farm train robbery. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's not bad, but what I would say is, like, when our group got to it, like, we got to it towards the end of the day, we were tired. It was like, uh... 7 o'clock, we're beat. We're like, let's go do this boat ride. I'm like, yo, boat ride's supposed to be really good. Everyone tells me it's really good now. So, you know, you wait 30 minutes for the boat ride and then you start getting like story and interactivity. Like, you know, here's some hokey jokes and look at the look at the pancakes on the beaver tail. And you're just like, man, I just want to go on the boat. <laughs> like, So, you know, I think under different pretenses, I would probably have a different perspective on it. Perhaps I think it's I think the amount of effort they put into it is commendable. And there definitely were people waiting to ride it for sure. Um, you know, there's the first time we went over to go ride it, it had a one hour line, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure they were running like more than two boats. So, you know, there there's interest for sure. It's got to be. At first, I thought it would be really like this. Seems like it's a very expensive thing, but the more I thought about it, the more I realize, in a way, by using human beings, they've made this incredibly cheap because. Mm-hmm. Because they just literally, they're literally just boats being driven by someone driving the boat. I want to say the boats were done in-house, too. Yeah, and they probably, 
it was probably like it was probably collaboration between them and there's like a couple of boat uh, manufacturers right along the Lake Erie. It, it looks there. It kind of looks like they went to a, like a deluxe party boat manufacturer and be like, yeah. yeah, we need one of those. Yeah, they're like, can what's the take, biggest can, pontoon boat you've ever made? Can you we take need the tiki four. stuff off and put it, make it look what midwest, make it look western? <laughs> Thank you. It's probably, it's probably more like. <laughs> It was probably more like they were like, oh, how, what's the biggest pontoon boat you got? And then it's like, here's how much money we have. How many can we get with it? Four? Just four? Damn. Okay. Fine. Four. Like, that's that's kind of my interpretation of it. Um, but, but they did – like, here's the thing. For whatever budget they had, it was really well spent. Mm-hmm. Really well spent. Like – all the cool figures, they got costumes, they got live actors, they got a lot of stuff going on. If if this were a different park, I'd be really impressed more so probably because somehow it would be under a different pretense of being at Cedar Point on a Saturday when it's busy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's... Uh, the park still needs a dark ride, though now I'm like terrified that we'll end up getting something terrible if they did build one. Oh, um, it's always well, at a- least they at least they you know did their thing with uh, Triotech and they were like so excited about that, and then they realized uh, uh, it's None not of this great. Works. <laughs> yeah, if if it worked, it might be a different story, but it does not. Um, Guardians is uh, Wonder Mountain is. Really not good. <laughs> no, no. It's and, interesting. Uh, Voyage it's interesting. the Iron Reef wasn't great either. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not not the best, uh, not the best track record. So yeah, maybe for, it's uh, good that you didn't get a dark ride from them at least. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's my thing with going to Cedar Point is I kind of come in with the lowest possible expectations now. Um, so it definitely exceeded those. I mean, we were there for a weekend. We got in on Friday. Of course, by the time we arrived, it was after the park closed. So, like, 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, which is embarrassing. That That's really the only thing that I can say that's really bad about going to Cedar Point right now. The lines are not too miserable. They're doing a decent job of throughput at the, you know, at least when I was there. Uh, even Did in spite of Fast Pass, though? We did hit, we did get fast lanes, um, but even then, like, didn't. what's up? I did. You did or yeah, didn't? I did. Okay. Yeah, um, but so I mean, you didn't really have that perspective then. No, but I mean, like, you can look and see a line and be like, okay, like this is being measured at an hour, and it looks like it's probably about an hour. Like, you know, if you're if you're looking at a line that's about a little over an hour long for Steel Vengeance for standby, that's not too terrible. Yeah, like, my problem is with them is they're selling. They're obviously they're selling way too many of them. Yeah, they probably are. No, um, it's it, the ratio is already. I, I, somebody, I, I can't remember, but someone was saying I need to improve the ratio of uh, fast lane to regular guests. I'm like, no, no, because that will make it absolutely terrible for regular guests. It's already for a lot of the attractions. It's already half half because you're using two stations and. You know, one station's going to them, one station's going to that. So, I mean, beyond that, like, you know, how how much you want to alienate the, you know, 90% of the people that don't 
have it. Like, so the only solution is to sell less and just charge more. So that would be that would be the right thing to do. I mean, I, it, I, I don't really know what to say about that part, portion of it because, like I said, my perspective was it wasn't as bad as it definitely could have been. And you know, there's lots of ways to kind of smartly tour the park, but. You know, the flip side is this. It's like 90 degrees out. When the park is open from 10 to 8, you know, you don't really have the opportunity to go back to the room and hang out for a couple hours and take a nap and whatever if you're staying at Breakers. Like, you are definitely engaged for the entire time. Like, you're you're in for it at that stage. And I think that that is kind of like leads to like my least favorite way of touring a park, which is like forcing myself to do things when it's 90 degrees outside. Um, and that park, Cedar Point especially has like really bad, really bad lack of air conditioned space, like large air conditioned spaces. There's no theaters basically at this point that were showing anything, <laughs> even though it was like the middle of June. Because uh, they were looking at the next weekend as being the start for this new parade they just rolled out, uh, which we did see from our the balcony of our room in the Breakers. We were able to watch the uh, practice performances of it both nights uh, that we were at the Breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, Magnum's great. Wrote it in you know one three and middle and towards the back as well. Uh, Millennium Force is Millennium Force. I thought it was running really well. It would be it's hot, so usually it does. Um, Steel Vengeance, very good. Uh, Blue Streak is you know running pretty well as it usually does. Um, we don't usually ride a lot of like the big multi inversion stuff when we're with Cal and Jenna because I don't like those rides, which is fine. Maverick's good. I mean, you know, Melt we ate at twice uh, because Melt is like the best thing ever. We had a good time. Like I don't, I don't hate the time that I had and I look forward to going back in the fall when it's not quite as hot, but like right now, like after that, I'm, I'm just like not engaged with wanting to go to parks. Like as sad and as weird as that sounds, like I'm so just not into it at the moment. And I kind of feel bad about it, but I just don't, I don't have it in me right now to even like care a little bit. I don't have it in me to travel anywhere. I want to go to my local parks, but I don't really want to leave the tri-state area whatsoever. Like I, the closest park to me of any real substance is Michigan. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. You you're like four your your best park is 4 hours away and Michigan is how, like two, right? Well, it's and like it's like Timbers. 3 it's 3 hours to Cedar Point. Oh, my house. Okay. But like, well, Sherman Timbers is aft right now, so like, well, there's no point to go to Mission's Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Shivering Timbers like smashing into itself in the station, which yeah, people are calling it a bump. That is not a bump. <laughs> That's a collision. That is a collision. When when it when it rips the upstops out of the wheel out of the uh, the track, that is not a bump. <laughs> Wooden coasters have had a bad week or two. Well, also, it, it seems like any park, if you still, if you're running two trains and you're still running the original CCI control system, I, I would heavily suggest you, uh, inv- in, uh, you know, invest in an upgrade <laughs> because it seems to be a problem. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could tell you this right now. Like it was a problem from day one for a uh, uh, great white. It, they crashed it before it even opened. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, CCI, uh, boy, stories I have about CCI that I can't even tell. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, it, it, like I said, it's it's kind of it's everything is far, and none of it sounds fun. Like yeah. and that, like I, I was asking around people, like I remember asking both of you, I think, about going to West Texas Fourth of July weekend. I was and, like, nah. And then, you know, right now, I don't even know what it is in Lubbock. It's probably like 277 degrees. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you didn't convince me to do that because you were like, come on, let's go. That's the weekend I can go. Three days, let's go. I'm like, Texas on 4th of July weekend? That seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> Actually, Lubbock is only has a high of uh, 82 on Saturday, high of 87 Sunday. Totally reasonable. I thought it was going to be like 150. Like... Everything else seems to be burning down and like 197 degrees. So why Amarillo would merely be 81, I have no idea. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to go to car races because um, like I'm, I'm having more fun with that at the moment. So like I like talking about parks, but like I honestly can't tell you the next time I'll go to a park. Some point this summer. Um, I'm going to try to convince you. To yeah, no. Coasters. Yeah, they need to get that Galaxy open too. It's not open yet. It is open. It's open. Just open. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was like, I'm good to go on coming up for a weekend. <laughs> I'm just doing that. Wild Frontier, Cedar Fair. What is it? Cedar Valley Wild Frontier or some bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Cedar Valley. Yeah, that's it. That's the name of the park. Yeah. Which is attached to a golf course. Like down a campground. Yeah, it's amazing. They bought a freaking water jumping. I can't believe they did it. God, I know. And it opened and no one knows about it. That's why I want to go because that video (laughs) will do absolutely amazing or it'll do shitty. I'll be depressed. But (laughs) either way, I want to go. So, uh, so Cedar Point is, uh, I, I, I would still say probably avoid it right now, especially with all the gold pass people and all that stuff. It's going to be busy. Um, and it, it still feels like a park, the Cedar fair parks, other than Dorney, Dorney just seems to be running along like normal, but, uh, the other, uh, three Cedar fair parks I've been to, they feel severely, um, the experience does not feel right. It feels, uh, like they're struggling to, it's not, not struggling with the attendance, just struggling with, you know, uh, operations and, uh, you know, there's a whole discussion about that and all that stuff, and we don't need to get into that. But regardless, as the consumer, uh, you know, my suggestion is stay away from. Um, oh, the four Kings Dominion as well. Stay stay away from them. Uh, it's so yeah. sad that we're saying this, but everybody says the same thing. <laughs> like, stay away. Go to Six Flags. Six Flags. Oh, was that great adventure today? Can I just get way into that right now? Yeah, sure. sure. Is that fine? All right. How oh, was that great adventure today? Uh, I, I think. A, people were sick of the heat, so it was very uncrowded. But at the same time, uh, yes, they're lacking in staff, but they're making it work. They are making it work where they can. Uh, everything is open. Uh, you know, you're getting um, – Nitro is getting uh, – you know, they're beating the lift half the time, whereas uh, uh, Fury couldn't uh, – the, the train coming into the uh, the brake run to stack couldn't beat the, 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 uh, the queue gates opening for the train loading half the time. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it seems normal there and it's great. And, um, 
I'm really happy that's the park that I just want to stick around and just go to multiple times for the next two months because I don't have any problem with that. Um, so we should talk about Jersey Devil, shouldn't we? Because that opened. Oh, yeah, that did open. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we didn't uh, even talk uh, about that. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I wrote it uh, six times on preview day, and then today... Why, why, do, you hate, why do you hate it so much, Alex? You're so negative God, I'm it. such a... I know. I, I hate telling the truth that it's not the best thing ever built. <laughs> um, and I wrote it 20, 29 times today. Um, so I, I think I got a delay of the land now of it. Um, I like how Alan basically goes from saying, you know, I don't know when I want to go back to a park. And Alex is here <laughs> saying like, yeah, I wrote it 29 times in a day. It's sort of like this weird sort of like... It feels like it's very it's very much of a whiplash. It kind of feels like someone getting off falling off a wagon. So well, it's fine. He has didn't have to deal with life. people. Like if I it had was... a jersey, if I had stuff that hadn't been on near me, like it would be different, right? All the stuff okay. that hadn't been on near me is an SBF visa. But like, also, like I got to deal with people today, which was great. I was just like, this is this is what I've been wanting for. A very long time, and it was just absolutely fantastic, other than the weather, which we'll get into later. Um, uh, so, um, obviously, I, I have a lot into this ride. Uh, I, I've filmed it a lot, maybe. And, you built uh, your name around watched it? Kind of, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, but I, I, I know what's good and I know what's bad, and I didn't need to be biased about it, and I wasn't. Uh, it's not the best coaster in the park. There's multiple coasters in the park that are better, but it's not a bad ride. It's a very good ride. I very much enjoy it. It is nothing like there's nothing else like it in the the park. So it fits really well into a lineup that's very heavy on the B and M's. Uh, the last thing this park ever needs to build again, which you know Six Flags hasn't built a B and M in nine years, so that's probably never going to happen, is a B and M. And uh, this is the polar opposite. But it, yeah, the forces are very toned down from any other it's it's i think it's the weakest it's the weakest as far as the forces go um there's a little bit of ejector if you're in the front or the back but uh most of it's floater it's it's really good i really enjoy it and the one comment that got me so much is that i was ungrateful for this new coaster (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> someone was like you're so ungrateful that great adventure finally built this new roller coaster i'm like never said i hated it it's 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 you know it's it, there's a lot of anticipation built you didn't gentrify as you went into the ride vehicle you didn't like do the sign of the cross yes well i mean i mean I, I don't know how to feel about that when you're riding a ride called the Jersey Devil. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you do you. I'm just, I'm just imagining the guy that's like, they're like you're so ungrateful. Be. To yeah, that's the one comment that got me. I how, was just like, how dare you? Your father is so disappointed. Great adventure. <laughs> how could you do this to your father, to your blood? Who raised you? Who sired you? Great adventure. <laughs> it, it made me realize I can deal with uh, YouTube comments pretty. Like, I'm yo, pretty thick. Hey, <laughs> listen, if anybody's listening to this podcast and ever thinks anything along the lines of like you're being ungrateful <laughs> about, about a theme park ride, I just want to say this right now, okay? 
Theme parks are commercial entities. They build the rides so that we spend money at them. <laughs> if it sucks, fuck that ride. The end. I don't care. It is ride. Not at all. Jesus Christ. But if, you know suck. what? Fuck that ride. Sucks. That ride. If you're riding in the front seat, Shellraiser. Fuck that ride in the front seat. Back really? seat. Quickly smooth. Front seat. Really? Fuck that ride. I had to do a front seat because I wanted to do a POV, and I was like, this will be the last time I ever ride it in the front seat because uh, fuck this ride in the front seat. <laughs> uh, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, like, surprised, but I'm also not surprised because not like people haven't been wilding out about that ride. And you'd think that Takabisha copied inside of a building would get more press if it was really good. It's but. still really good. It's but the back seat is smooth, and the front front seat literally rattles my brain to the point where it's painful. Like, okay. and I can, you know me, I can take roughness. I can take yeah. that stuff. But that, that that it just like, uh, yeah. I mean, I when I went back in October, I rode it uh, twice in the front seat, and like it, I nearly had a migraine. And yeah. So, anyways, can we get back to Jersey Devil? Yeah, uh, Jersey it's Devil. Uh, it's. Uh, it does everything really good. Uh, the trains, the lap bar is slightly uh, modified, so it's a little bit more comfortable for me to ride, but it still spreads my legs because you got to ride with the track basically between your legs uh, to the point where it's like, I'm a little sore right now. So uh, <laughs> it, I'm glad it's better. And it's, the belts are way better. The belts on uh, Wonder Woman were very tight on my um, my shoulders. So for tall people, it's... Uh, it's improved for sure, but it's not going to be the most comfortable thing, like for sure. Like uh, if it, it, it's still having a lot of teething issues, so I would go and spend some time over to Nitro, and uh, that's the ride where you just kick back and relax. Like it's the most comfortable seat probably ever built on a roller coaster and lap bar. Um, but uh, no, the first drop is fantastic. Uh, the dive loop or whatever they want to call it. Uh, nice whip into it. Uh, if you're in the front or the back, uh, in, in the middle, it's just really toned down. And people were saying it's because it's like a long train, but like it's a 12 car train, right? Uh, most RMCs have 12 rows. Granted, the train's a little bit longer than a standard, uh, you know, two bench uh, RMC train, but I, I, not by that much. The rows are very close together, regardless. Um, so I, I think they just. That's what they asked for. And I think Alan Schilke, like he said, he rode the backseat of Wonder Woman. I think he was quoted as like, well, that I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the designer says, I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, you, you probably tone it down a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's still a fantastic ride, but I, I probably like uh, two, three, four coasters in the park more. But it's a new shiny thing, so I'm really excited to ride it a lot this year. So, mm-hmm. um, and the hang time in the uh, zero G stall is fantastic. It's actually really good since it does, uh, you know, lag through some of the elements. It definitely lags through those two inversions really nicely. So there's plenty of hang time. Uh, the um, the helix is kind of forceless, uh, and after the block break, it's um, floater at best on all those hills even in the back and the front. And I do prefer the front a little bit more. Most people seem to be uh, saying the back is better, but I like the front more because when you're entering into, especially the inversions, uh, you get a nice little whip into them where you really don't get that anywhere else because the train is, uh, you know, just trying to catch up. 
to get through the inversion. So it's uh, really slow in the back seat through the uh, the twists. And so, uh, I mean, good rod. The area looks fantastic. They're uh, also working on getting the uh, kitty coaster reinstalled, which is nice. So because uh, I know from like my comments of my construction updates, like. I get at least one or two comment every video where it's like, do you know what they're installing the kitty coaster again? My, my kids keep on asking about it. So, uh, and it looks like it should open in a month or two. So it's not going to even be next year. It's, it's as soon as they get it done. So uh, at least uh, they're working on stuff. At least one Six Flags Park is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, then, um, the unfortunate news is the park's also... I, 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 we're seeing a lot of this throughout the industry. You know, you got um, Gatekeeper's chain breaking. Uh, Super Duper Looper crashed, bumped their trains. Low impact collision. That was a bump. You got the Shivering Timbers crashing. Uh, and then Great Adventure, uh, Small Fire in Justice League. Uh, a log flume log almost jumped out of the, the final turn. And El Toro partially derailed two days ago so um and a partridge in a pear tree yeah it's uh and el toro could be down for a very long time if it uh you know if that that car was dragging along you know earlier in the course if that happened and it just limped all the way to the last hill which is very possible um yeah replacing that track work is not going to be easy yeah, so if it did damage i i tried to take a look at it but you know it's it's something where you kind of probably have to be pretty close up it could have sheared bolts it could have done a lot of things running around there um but i mean fortunately nobody got hurt you know it could have been way worse i mean look what happened two years ago in mexico yeah so yeah uh, fortunately i don't think anyone was even needed uh medical attention so uh and sometimes you need medical attention on that ride on a bad day so <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's 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 you know they're a lot of close calls right now and that's that worries me and we know that parks are um spread thin with a lot of resources and i i, I do not spread it thin on maintenance and preventative maintenance that is not where you do it mm-hmm. it's the last place you go but i mean i don't know what else could explain it right it's um it could be that stuff hasn't been run heavily in a while and maybe i don't know fatigue yeah. set in with weathering or something but i, I really don't know it, 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 could, it, could be, it could be maintenance too they could be they could be skipping out some preventative maintenance who knows it just too much in too short of a period of time you don't usually have this many types of um unusual incidents happening mm-hmm. yeah yeah but as i said i it's it's doing great at great adventure it's it's busy on the weekends uh this week was not because it was so hot but uh it, it feels completely normal there there is literally nothing that you walk into that park and i don't they're still like sanitizing the ride like they literally will like 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 with jersey demo literally one person will get off and then in between you know uh loading they'll just spray down with the the disinfectant which I mean, if they did this forever, I would actually wouldn't care because like those things get filthy. I it, if it doesn't take any time, I'm okay with them continuing to do that um, out of just caution for you know spreading germs and shit. So especially with all our immune systems being pretty low, I got a cold last week and it was uh, it was harsh. Since uh, we've all been trying to be super clean the last year and a half, so. 
And I'm not the only one I've heard that that's happened to. So, but uh, I think that the only other thing I want to talk about is uh, Lightning Rod and Rehoboth. Lightning Rod um, experienced it with the new track, and mm-hmm. uh, it's down a few notches for me. It, it seems way slower than it did two years ago. I know that for a fact because I did like a 12 ride stint on that um, earlier this year. And my thighs were not sore whatsoever. And two years ago, I did a 12 rides stint in about two hours. And my thighs were, I could not even ride it. I rode it once the next day and that was it. I couldn't ride it again. It was, my thighs were so um, bruised and uh, none, none of that. So I think that tells you what's going on with airtime. It's definitely weaker, but it's still a fantastic ride. Um, it, the deforestation of the ride, it, I think it really affects the ride. Um, you just don't get the sense of speed, uh, especially on the quad down. You can see all the way down to the bottom of the quad down, whereas before, you you know, it, even if you knew the ride really well, it was still a little bit of a mystery. And now there's no mystery there. You you know how to you can anticipate every turn on that crazy section of track. And um, I mean, fight me on that. If you took out some of the best rides that are in the forest, and you took the forest out, like boulder dash or beast like yeah those rides are would be affected don't tell me they wouldn't be um so i i don't i still don't know the reason around it i heard it was fire or maybe it was i don't i don't know what it was but um it's not a great look that they're just still sitting there too um you know where they fell it's not a great look um i mean eventually they'll rot but uh <laughs> be a while tornado it kind of looks cool it just looks like a tornado ripped through the area <laughs> so it kind of is on theme practically and then mystery mon's new section of track doesn't really affect my ranking of it it's 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 a little bit smoother but uh i preferred it the old way but mm-hmm. i know a lot of people don't so i'm okay with the change because i i mean girlfriend included she prefers it the way it is now because it didn't bang her head as much so well, i just never had a problem with it so you know i didn't really have to complain about it but yeah I'm okay for that or good. And then I, we, um, on the way home, we were supposed to go well, to Myrtle Beach, but so uh, before it, we leave Dollywood, you want to talk about their master plan real quick? Oh yes, we found about it that literally the day uh, before we went one time because uh, I went down there twice, and uh, that is exciting. Five hundred million dollars over the next ten years. Yep. That is a lot of money. Three new resorts. Um, uh, Ica, resort Icon Hub East. Two, bunch of new stuff. What? What is it? Uh, there's going to be three new resorts. Okay. Uh, in addition to the two that they that well, the one that they are the additional new one they already announced. A uh, bunch of theme park expansion and yeah. lots of cool stuff. So that's really, really, really exciting. And coming soon, the the um, hotel is supposed to open in, I believe, spring of 2023. And I think the coaster the same year or a new attraction. I think coaster. This coaster. I. You said coaster, but I have not heard coaster, or maybe Alan. Knows, I'm not really sure. It's it's coming soon. Uh, I don't think we're going to see much next year, but 2023. Uh, yeah, it might they might make me go back down there again. I might have to go back down there. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind. I like Pigeon Forge. It's fun. There's lots to do. <clears throat> There's a ton in Pigeon Forge. I'm like again. It's just like a weird territory of like. 
I went in January when Dollywood was closed for a week to stay in a cabin and like work out of it. I want to do then, that. And then like I did that. And then afterwards I was like, wow, I kind of like this. Like there's nobody here and I get to just like walk to do things and like there's no traffic on the parkway. Mm-hmm. I really like <laughs> But It's like, you know, you can't go to Dollywood, but you're like, yeah, there's enough to there's enough to keep me busy. Plus work. Yeah. So, so um, when we were driving home, we were supposed to go to Myrtle Beach for the new Funplex mini park. And uh, it uh, fortunately didn't open that day because of weather. And uh, uh, this was in uh, early June and uh, after Memorial Day. And, um, well, we couldn't find a single park or a museum or attraction open from North Carolina all the way up to uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Nothing. Zero. So, uh we ended up at Rehoboth Beach, Funland, because uh, they were doing something really cool. It's about to end. It's the end uh, on July, uh, after this weekend, I believe. Um, their COVID procedure still had them um, doing uh, pay one price with uh, like two hour or three hour blocks of time, which is a really good deal because it was only, uh, God, I want to say it was 25 bucks maybe. Which, considering that Haunted Mansion usually costs, like, I think, like, 7 or $8 or something like that, uh, is a really good deal. So, we stopped at Rehoboth Beach for a couple hours and rode uh, the, the Haunted Mansion, the suspended dark ride from 1979 or 78. I forget. Um, Alan, can you correct me on that one? Or I don't recall the specific year. Oh, that's right, because you haven't ridden it yet. I have not been on it. That is correct. You should go do that. I'll go again. I, you don't have to, <laughs> have to pull my arm whatsoever. I'll go. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's suspended dark ride. Um, it's just a really u- unique dark ride. It's it's one of my favorite old school dark rides easily. And um, I mean, it's not that far away. I should be going more often. Uh, I'm just riding on mansion and it's a really cute little park it's like a you know it's it's so small but they have a decent amount of rides for what they uh what, what land they have and it's, uh, it's a cute little park and I, I think they hurt really hard they were hit really hard last year too uh they opened at some capacity last year but it wasn't a lot and so i mean all these parks need their help and need, uh, they need us to visit right now because like it's rough. It's really rough. And we haven't seen a lot of closures yet, but, you know, could be coming for some of these places. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I think like a lot of them, everybody seems to be doing pretty good business right now, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, except maybe <laughs> Disney World. It's doing mediocre business by all accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe well, maybe Clementon's doing business. I don't know. It reopened, but no one cares. <laughs> has anyone has anyone talked about uh, web slingers in like a week and a half, two no. weeks? No one gives a shit. Oh fuck that thing! Like who yeah. the oh, fuck? Talking, you know, I mean, talk about the fact. Yeah, I completely. I completely neglected talking to, to of, discuss talking about web Ninjago. slingers. Yeah, how's Ninjago? <laughs> Terrible. No, yeah, I, you know, thank you. Why do you think I was instantly like did not give a shit about that ride in California as soon as I found out it was that ride system combined with uh, Toy Story Mania? I'm like, 
that's complete shit. And they have to charge you. An, uh, they basically have to charge you a uh, upgrade to make it a good ride. That's, <laughs> that's what they have to do. To give you a gun for the shooting yes. game. You have to yes. pay like go spend forty dollars so you can actually experience a good ride. If not, you're just gonna wave your hands like a nincompoop. By the way, you also need to make sure that you buy it before you get into the line for it, uh-huh. uh, which is also not possible. By why? Wait, wh- why? We were reading that, like, like basically, like, because you have to get the reservation to the ride, and then like, if you get like an early reservation, like, you may not be able to get in the store beforehand. But maybe they have a cart outside. I don't remember. Maybe it was just opening weekend. That was the deal. I don't know. It's real stupid. Like, I, I'm sure I'm sure for what it is, it's probably fine-ish. Like, it's probably better than Ninjago. But, like, the Ninjago system, you're just, like, throwing your hands. And there's no but, aiming at all. But some people were comparing when it came out, because the big thing that was out at the time was Connect. Yeah. Some people were comparing to that. Connect had a lot of issues, but it was nowhere near as bad as Ninjago. Like nowhere near as bad. It makes Connect look like it was like full body perfect tracking in comparison. Like no. no I'm, I'm sure bad. I'm sure that Disney's probably using better sensors. I'm but like, sure. It's but also like new, I, you I know, still, you've got a few years on the tech. So you have that too. I'm still, I still don't want to do that. Yeah, the, the main <laughs> issue is like, no matter what, you end up doing like a jerk off motion. Over the <laughs> and that becomes your most effective way of firing a projectile. Like, nothing, like, there's, you're just like sitting there, like, oh yeah, like, you know, throw your hand out and pull back. Like, come on, dude, no one's going to do that. Everyone's just going to like throw their, like, you just flail. Like, whenever they would have like, a fight between the nerds on the Simpsons and they just kind of like slap. Like that's what it looks like you're doing. It's the most unappealing thing. And then to do it for like three minutes straight. "Ah." I don't know about you, but most of Avengers campus, like it looks, I rather have bug slants. I rather have bug slants. I I don't feel, I'm not going to talk about it because I haven't been to it. And and I know, I know we shouldn't say that, but from from the outside in, I, I just, I, I am very rarely surprised by rides these days. I said it before, I'll say it again. If Spider-Man was more than a six to me, I'd be shocked. Um, just There's just no way. Like, I'm sorry. There's no way that it does something that I haven't seen before so well. And then they also had to sell the gun. Like, I, I just, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. And I, and I hate, again, the Ninjago thing is, especially for me, you spend so much time just kind of pushing your hands out there and flailing that you're not really looking at the ride film at all. You know, with a gun or even like the device in Toy Story, it's a lot easier for me to piece together what it was that I was looking at when I was playing Toy Story than it is in Ninjago because I was just trying to, at times, try and figure out how I can trigger the sensor. Uh, it's just not good. Didn't you get into Germany? What's up? You did it in Germany. I did. I did. It was like a good refresher of why that was not very good. Okay. I, I, it's been a few years. I think I was in there in like 2017. So. Oh yeah. I mean, I haven't done either one of them. I haven't done. Um, I didn't do it in Germany because I knew better. Um, and I, I haven't done it in Florida since I think 2017. But like, I don't. 
rode it once at each uh, Legoland park and was happy to find out that we weren't... Bur- Wait, no, they are building one at stupid uh, Legoland New York. <laughs> that's a, that's another thing to talk about, or not. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to save that for another time like when we actually get to it. Because that park uh, is kind of open, but it isn't. I, yeah. Man, that, that's... Uh, I, I don't know what they were thinking. Get something nope. open, I guess. But when it's a grand opening of a new park, it just seems like the wrong way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I don't really I, have I, like, anything else to discuss. Uh, Can we talk yeah, for, well, Alex, for a moment? Yeah, what, what is the race that? weekend? Yeah, yeah. yeah briefly. And, and you toured me around uh, Detroit, and somehow we went to a IHOP in the middle of Detroit. Yes. This is like the last thing I ever thought I'd ever do in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it's like we've done breakfast. It was open. <clears throat> the Renaissance Center is closed to the public. The people yeah, there are still shut off. <laughs> um, so it was like, we're going to eh, go over to IHOP. Because I knew like there's, there meet- might be some stuff on Woodward, but it was going to be a walk. And I'm like, let's just go here. It was kind of out of necessity. But it worked out. It was IHOPy. It was good. Mm-hmm. There was Cheesecake pancakes. Oh my god, they were good. Those are yeah. so good. Um, I like. Anyways, uh, the Detroit Grand Prix. You were like, this is you. you want to do some racing? Well, yeah. watch racing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I, I want to try to get into this a little bit, not to the level of you, but uh, that's fine. And yeah. uh, you're like, this is one you should go to. Yeah. I think he. I think this was too good though. Because <laughs> was... I'm afraid. To try anything else now because I feel like it's just going to live up to this. Yeah, like it's going to be different. That's the all. The first thing we do is we go on to the island. I, I'm sorry, I forget everything. Um, where where did we go? Well, we got on the bus. Right, we got on the bus. System. Yeah, which was fantastic, by the way. Like they got that shit down. Like they can move some people. <laughs> yeah, like we're talking Man. like there's like a hundred plus coach buses that they have, and they're just rotating them in and out and getting, you know, each one loads up with like 48 people or whatever, shoots off, next bus. And they're just like constantly like an assembly line. Um, so they get a lot of people moved real fast. But uh, yeah, you, you take you take the bus to the island and uh, then the island is like ha- basically the, the northern, it's the northern, it's actually it's the southern half of the island is basically the, the racetrack. Yeah. It was really sad to see Canada so close, knowing we can't go there. Yes. Really sad. Extremely sad. It's just like, look, all, look at all the Canadian people over there. I want to join you in, in peace and love. Let's, let's sing a song together. <laughs> the tragedy. No luck. No yeah. luck. Soon, though. It seems like it might open this, this month, the border. Yeah. That's a so. definite possibility. But yeah, so the, the racetrack is is on sort of the southern end of the island, right? And uh, we got general admission tickets. That was my recommendation, mm-hmm. which uh, I liked because we got to go. We just got to like move around and and not really stay in one place. If we had a seat that was assigned to us, I I would kind of feel like baked. we should. What you would have? Baked. Oh yes, we would have baked first of all. Uh, and I, I would have kind of felt. Oh, it was so hot! Like, man, you you wore me to death that first day. Like, <laughs> God, 
Damn, that was a long day. Uh, at one point, I was like, I don't want to leave because, like, uh, you're still into it. I don't really want to leave myself. I'm enjoying myself. But, like, that tree over there, that grass with the shade, <laughs> yeah, it looked nice. So I did. So I took, a, like, an hour and a half long nap while you watched the race cars. Yeah, it was great. But... The and there was, also, there was also the a couple of red flags as well, so that that had some yeah, pauses. So delays. Like I would have loved to just walk. I was going to tell you this. I I think we talked about it the next day, but my idea was like, hey, Alan, and like the the Tigers are playing. Let's just walk over there and get a cheap seat and watch the game. But by the time we were done, I was just like, house, Airbnb now. <laughs> <laughs> Go now. Go now. Yeah, it was it was a lot of walking, and you know it was. It's like it was still less walking than if they had had like turn three and five open like they usually do. But it was but still it was walking that you would do maybe on a day at Universal. It was a lot of walking. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was hot. Um, yeah. Uh, got got to hydrate, kids. Got to hydrate. Yeah. Um, Which, um, yeah. Eventually. For yeah. cheap. But it, that took a while. Um, uh but the first thing I've been trying to say is the first thing you did is you, you lead me into the, 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 the workshop area, not even the pit, yeah. the workshop the area. Yeah. Yes. And the first thing that happens is these like half a million dollar race cars are just, I'm having to watch myself so they don't run over me. Like, I'm just like, wait, what? what? <laughs> These kids walk not right expecting. up while they're working on the cars and like, I, I could, I could, fuck something up if I really wanted to be a crazy person or they could kill me if I wasn't watching out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, absolutely fantastic seeing all of them. And then like once in a while you hear an engine fire up so they could do their diagnosis stuff. And it's just like, Oh, that engine sound. Oh boy. Yeah. It's going to be a nice day. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it, it was some good racing. Uh, I think, uh, and then uh, I think our second day, uh, so, you know, I, everything about it, me asking a thousand dumb questions that you were very patient with me and answering, <laughs> you're not like, Alex, that is just the dumbest question ever. You should, you should know. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And you got super close to the, the cars, man. Like the, the fences were only, a, like you're only a few feet away. Yeah. There's gotta be points, especially when we were on the back stretch there. Leading up to oh, eight, where they're doing they're doing about 185 miles an hour at the end of that stretch, and oh my, you might be if they're close to the to the inside part of the wall, they might be 20 feet from you if you're against the fence, maybe. Well, that day, me being not lacking hydration, like everything was a blur once they got close. I could not read anything on their their numbers. It was just like, just like. God, it was good. And then uh, we got some pasta at one point. That happened. Some what? We got the, the we went to the the pasta booth or the yes. food truck. Yeah, yeah. They had an Andiamo food truck. It was really good. The fried ravioli was like, outstanding. We got two plates of pasta and a plate of uh, toasted raviolis, which were fucking fantastic. Like, Super good. and like, like yeah, it was forty bucks, but it filled me up the rest of the night pretty much. It was. It was it was quality it was a, food. Like Andy Amo is actually a really quality restaurant. So yeah, like like it totally awesome. 
And but yeah, like the other thing too was that Cod Cox was so bad that he they didn't have cast statement. This guy waited through the line with us for like maybe five, maybe ten minutes and just starts freaking out about they didn't take cr- cash, they only took credit cards. Making a scene about it, dude. Like it's the whole fucking island. What do you want? A lot a lot of people are weird like that with cash. Like yeah, yeah it's a thing, to say the least. But you know, one of the cool things about this event, especially to to bring Alex to this, is like, is the variety. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they had they had Indy the weekend cars, exotics. Yeah, the sports cars. Like just just at the sports car, the GT3 class or GTD class, it's just like here's a Lamborghini, here's a Porsche, here's a Ferrari, here's uh, an Audi R8. Like it's, they it's all. Sex- yeah, they're amazing looking cars. They're like, oh, it's a Mercedes. And, you know, then there's the prototypes on top of those, which are just like out of this world, look like alien machines. And then they race them at the same time, even though there's a huge speed differential. <laughs> <laughs> because why wouldn't you do that? Um, at, and that, race, that was actually the most boring of the two races by far, or two uh, series, but... Yeah, the next day, though, the next day we go into the pits and then we see some of these cars that, like, took a lot of courage. And what, one of the owners is uh, the... Yeah, yeah, the, we, we passed by this Mercedes that has a big chunk taken out of the left front. And I was like, oh, boy, yeah, that's the one that turned the Porsche. And this guy walking past me goes, yeah, the Porsche's my car. And they fucking wrecked it. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> you're walking across. You're walking. Not only are you walking among the, the 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 cars, you're walking among the drivers. You're walking among the pit crews. You're walking among the owners. You're walking around the the mega sponsors that are basically you know making all this happen. You're walking around everybody, and everyone's fucking equal in that that area. Like, there's no this. You know, like yeah. That's you're right, hundred percent. Like, no, it's just dressed up all that fancy. Some people are wearing polo shirts, but most people are just in t-shirts. Even the owners, yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. Um, it was great. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and then, it's so the second day was exciting though. That one race, and we skipped the morning race, which I I thanked you. I that yeah, was, was uh, the good. lights race. I can skip it. Like, and it was it was basically a repeat of the previous day, which had like no passes. Like one dude runs away with it. Ah, um, oh, you. Uh, and then the next day, what? Um, yeah, you were. We started out by the turn. Where uh, the, the turns was it? Six, it was it. Uh, it was a turn ten. Turn ten, like over by the the casino that we spent a lot of time at as well on uh, first day. That was good. Uh, anyways, you were like, it's time to pit. It looks like they're about to pit. <laughs> oh my god. So we found an area right at the beginning of pit road where we were literally like the wall. We were like 15 feet away from the pit crew. Yeah. Like there was like the like five that could reach touch the the, the fresh tires that could go on the car that day. Like (laughs) or the like there's a fence and the tires and their the wings, the rear wing and front wing assemblies are literally like against the fence. Below, like, Which I could not throw my hand by mistake, and that would have been like how much of much yeah, money? Like, just for one of the falling. things, they're like yeah. usually carbon fiber, so have been like 30, 50 grand somewhere in that range. No problem, just right there. 
Yeah, and, and, and I guess I guessed correctly on the pit stop. Yeah, because uh, the first thing that happened was all these pits were happening, obviously, which was fun to watch. And then one, one forgot to put it. So it's only one, um, unlike a car, which has like five usually lug nuts. Uh, they have a center lug nut. Lug nut. And, uh, well, one car, uh, there was some miscommunication, and that car went away without the nut on it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, st- we're standing there just watching this guy. He's probably like 40 feet away from us, you know, throwing the X up. And another guy's got like his head in his hands. And because, yeah, that then even more people came into pit, like directly in front of us. Yeah, um, more it's because that caused a, a flag, right? Yeah, yeah. People were, yeah, I, I don't think they ended up throwing a yellow flag for it. I think they ended up skipping that. Like they were able to push him back. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I forgot. But then, uh, yeah, so we, we went back towards... Yeah, because the pits are, like... Like, that's the one thing I knew from NASCAR, is watching NASCAR, like, 15 years ago, is, like, the what's going on in the pits? It's, like, so much has to go on in less than 10... And, 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 and these pits, it's even faster than NASCAR. It's, it's, like, 10 seconds. And so much has to happen in those 10 seconds. It's absolutely ridiculous. Everything has to go right, and obviously, a lot can go wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it's and again, like the the view that we had is like basically like backstage. Like yeah. I I can't believe we were able to just walk up like that. Like and then further up the pick line, but we were just pretty happy where we were. Yeah, so and then yeah, we ended up moving. Um, we moved around a little bit more. We ended up at the back stretch for the end of the race, which was perfect. First, we went back to the turn, turn ten. Yeah, and we watched. Uh, we watched. Uh, you missed it, but I saw it. Uh, impact. Yeah. Uh, the caution flag. Like I uh, miscalculated the turn, I guess. So then I'm like, let's go over there because then we got to go over there, and then they pulled off the car that just wrecked because that was where they. It was right where the turn where they actually pull off the the wrecked cars. Yeah. So then we got to see this wreck up like basically three feet in front of me. Uh, <laughs> like you could just walked up and touched it if you wanted to. Yeah, like it was that. There was there was a whole lot. Of, yeah, before we get to like the end of the race, there, like there was a, an accident on the first day where there was a red flag, uh, and a guy like his his throttle stuck or something like that, and he went oh, into the barriers. That. that was scary. Yeah, that, that was, was a bad wreck. And uh, he got. We were standing by the ambulance, and then we see the ambulance go out, and like my face. Yeah, because they had to move the the barriers back for the track because he pushed them back a few feet. Then we walk we walk like maybe two hundred, no, nah, about three hundred feet, and then there's the medical center. So we're just like standing there while they bring him in, yeah. they bring him in the medical center, and then see him transferred out to the hospital. And that's the, literally the only place, the only time the entire weekend where they're like no photos. Everywhere yeah. else, take as many photos as you want. But we're literally standing like right there. Like this is this is like you want access, boy. We got it. Um, so yeah, they kind of that access like like Willow Grove because it's so kind of like home. You know, Williams like, Grove. Yeah, they've got they actually you can get pit passes for it. It's okay. a very different scene. Very different. I, well, um, I like it or hate it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. We um, should do that. Yes, yes, we should. So, anyways, okay. we went to the back stretch for the end of the race and. We watched an incredible end of the race battle where they're banging wheels directly in front of us and smoke is flying in the air. A fantastic. And, and then one car almost caught on fire. 
Yes, that did happen too. Yeah, that brought out the caution at the end of the race. Right. Uh, which, that led which, to that whole shootout. Which you were like freaking out. I'm like, why are you freaking out? Like, this is bad. But like, you were like really freaking out. And then, then you showed me why you were freaking out. Because this guy, like less than a year ago, uh, went through a wall. His car was in two pieces and completely in flames. So the fact that uh, his car was on fire again was a little um, gets bad, fire. Bad luck. Yeah. 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 Bad luck. But no, that was a super fun um, conclusion to the race. It was just like, whoa, that was just like, yeah. Any thoughts I had about maybe, eh, maybe this is a little, you know, that it was all worth it after that. So it it like we also also had that awesome pizza, by the way. Yeah, we got so good pizza delivered to the uh, buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. And they bought us two for whatever reason, but we only paid for one. So, uh, <laughs> ever complain about that? <laughs> so anyways, we spent half an hour talking about IndyCar and uh, yeah, event. A lot of fun. And Thanks for listening I to the have... Park Scope Unprofessional Podcast. Uh, for using that again. Let me return to that. Joe possibly left. No, I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. Well, if you left, we would not be talking to each other. Because <laughs> he... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I didn't know um, he became host. Who knew? No, I don't know how or Zoom works, or Skype, whatever we're on. Anyways, uh, yeah, it was a fantastic weekend. I'm really glad you, uh, we finally got that up, and you know, we definitely want to do Willow Grove and Pikes Peak. Willow Williams Grove this year, and hopefully... Grove. Sorry. Yeah. Oops. Uh, and then definitely we should look into Pikes Peak next year, because that looks... I I love Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak on a good on a regular day is amazing. Uh, with people rushing up a mountain in the middle of Colorado that you that usually takes you like an hour and a half to drive up, and they do it in twelve minutes. Uh, yeah, that seems insane. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they do it in le- they do it a lot less than twelve minutes now. The oh God, guys, okay. I, it's it's paved, so now they're doing it in like under eight. About that. So yeah. Which makes it a little bit easier and harder at the same time, right? Because you have to deal with one service, but now you have to go, you have to push yourself even harder, right? You got to go way faster. Yeah. Right. Way faster. So it's negatives and positives there, right? So did they do it to cut down on the dust? Wasn't that big issue? That was the big issue, right? Yeah, that's, that was the yeah. argument. For. Anyways, so there you go. There's the stories, the trip reports, the tales from the road. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. So my conclusion for the year so far as we get back out of, uh, you know, everything that we've been going through for last year is uh, Universal Good, Disney, Wait, Cedar Fair, absolutely garbage, uh, Hershen, pretty good, and Six Flags, I think is killing it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, would, I would say uh, I'm almost still in the give it a year and see how things work out. Like if you... If you're not really that excited about going to Orlando this year, if you're like, eh, unless you're going to Universal specifically, don't, you know, I wouldn't bother because it's, it'll yeah. be, whatever's there next year will be better than what's there now. I mean, honestly, um, like, you probably shouldn't go till 2022, 2023 because, like, Disney's not, it has delayed most of their big stuff for yeah. a while. So, yeah. I'm not so happy. Oh, and Bush. Fuck Bush as well. I mean, like, I was okay with these delays, but now it's... 
Wait and then I don't know if you guys saw, but there were there was pictures today of managers riding Iron Guazi. Yep. Yeah, but they also completely trained and had ride nights and everything for uh, Icebreaker. And look at that thing. It's been sitting for two months since then. Yep. So, I mean, I don't know, but I wouldn't get your hopes up. So. <laughs> yep. All righty, yep. gentlemen. <laughs> All right. So, Alex, uh, oh, Alex, yeah, let's do Alex first. Alex, where can people find you online at? Uh, the Coaster Spot on Mustangs, YouTube and Instagram. Nice, nice. Anything uh, coming up soon? Uh, just, uh, you know, went to the, I, we'll talk about it probably in a future uh, ir- or un- irrational? Yeah, irrational. That's what you do, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I went to the um, American Dream water park. Nice. Uh, and uh, they uh, they had uh, covered all the expenses and gave us a uh, skybox. Uh, skybox. Um, it's like a cabana, but like a hotel. It's somewhere between like a hotel room and a cabana. It's fucking fantastic. So we'll have some videos from there. And uh, thanks to them for having us out and providing tickets and everything. It was great. And uh, you can't look to, wait to come back. And that's your spoiler for that place. It's uh, one of my top water parks easily. It's uh, it's expensive, but it is definitely worth visiting for sure. Especially since, uh, you know, it was on a Sunday and it really wasn't that busy. And I, I could tell you right that we were thinking, wow, it's, it's kind of hot in here because, you know, how do you control... Uh, it, it, it's it's hot in there, but it's not like as hot as it was outside. And we knew at the same time, it's like all these other water parks in our area. You're looking at hour long lines where the longest we had to wait was like 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I, and if you're in your, if you're used to New York pricing, it shouldn't really be all that much of an issue to you because it's, it's right there in line with New York pricing. But from the outside, it seems very expensive, but, uh, we we would definitely go back uh, and pay for ourselves um, easily. It's 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 another world in there. It's it's fantastic. It's uh, one of the best water theme parks in the world easily. Nice. So uh, we'll have lots of videos from there, and then I'm going to be getting back to the Europe trip coming up in August if uh, I'm not on the podcast again between there and then. Cool. That sounds good. Alan, where can people find you online at? Gods on Safari on Twitter. Cool. Retweeting all that boxing and racing stuff. All that nonsense. All the nonsense. You can find me at Parkscope Joe. You can find all of us at Parkscope.net. Go leave us a review or something. I don't know. Have fun. Do all that stuff. Uh, Fuck Trevor Bauer. Did you see that news, Alan? No, I missed that. So uh, Trevor Bauer is a... I'll explain to you. Uh, I'll explain to you guys after we end the show. But yeah, that guy sucks. So we'll see you guys later. Uh, have a good <laughs> Have a good day, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you on the next episode.